Hey, let's talk about food and music, eating and grooving, munching and moving, forking and spooning, listening to tunes. Yeah, dinner's on soon, and to get ready for, ready for peanut butter and jams. You're listening to Peanut Butter and Jams with host Brenda and Jordy on CITR 101.9, exploring local music and local food. Tune in to learn about the best eats and tunes from your neighborhood and a weekly pairing for your date calendar. Warning, the endorsements and criticism expressed during the show are the opinions of the host, unless clearly identified as advertising. Put in your earbuds and fire up your taste buds. It's Peanut Butter and Jams. And welcome it's uh, me, Jordy, um, as usual, and Brenda can't make it. Uh, but even better, we have my lovely fiance, Darcy Broach. Hello. And um, we've got a great show for you today. We have the little locavore on, Liam Lewis, the, the Vancouver's youngest foodie. Mm-hmm. And um, we have Patrick calling in to talk about his um, the end of his Soylent experience. And um, we uh, are going to talk about some restaurants and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So uh, and some music. And some music too. Um, so we'll, let's get to some music right now. Sounds and, good. Uh, I'm going to play a song by a band called Hooves. Butter and jams. Somehow I know your thoughts Oh, it's aggravating myself and blaming Searching my heart for the spark Oh, you say it is here and you say it is real Something you've never felt to date But there's a fire at my use and it's faint and far away And still under the breath of the flame They say I'm free and this may Somehow I know what I want, although I can't confuse. 
we're back on the air, and that was, I'm not sure who that band that was. That was uh, Faith Healer. Um, that song is uh, called Again, and it's off of their new album, Cosmic Troubles, uh, from Mint Records. Uh, Patrick, can you hear me? I'm just putting in the background. Okay, um, Patrick, there can you go. hear me now? Bingo. Yeah, there we go. Got it. Okay, that's great. That Faith uh, Healer record's really good. Yeah, it's good. Okay. I like it. It's... Um, have you listened to it in depth? I haven't had given a lot of time to I, it. I uh, heard the hot singles that have, uh, that have and uh, some good ones, good logic, uh, music. Can you hear Patrick very well? I'm no, getting, it's breaking up a little. You're breaking up a little bit. Breaking up a little bit. I'm I'm in Shaughnessy right now in a mansion at a wake. Uh, I don't know if that's going to interfere with the reception a little bit. Um, it's okay now. Um, okay. So I, I think wherever you moved in the room is I'm going to hold good. my current position and just let me know. Okay, yeah, to, that sounds good. Um, so we're here talking to Patrick um, uh, because he, when we last talked to him, he had um, started eating Soylent instead of food, and now it's been a little bit over a month since then, and um, you finished eating Soylent instead of food. Well, the full 30 is. Oh. <laughs> well, we appear to have lost Patrick. Um, let's try calling him. Uh, I'm just going to throw to a song for a second. Uh, this is another song by Faith Healer um, that you will get a gist of the start of, and then we will cut it out. So this is uh, us with Patrick again, um, talking to him about his month of Soylent. Uh, I'm still here. Yes, okay. yes, uh, he's I, back I, now. I apologize for, for the connection. <laughs> no we, worries. We entirely blame um, Shaughnessy <laughs> yeah. for this yeah. uh, as, a, as a neighborhood. I think that's fair. Yeah, I was actually, uh, I'm at a wake right now, and I uh, had... Uh, was just taking a little nap uh, when uh, when you called, so feeling quite um, sprightly at the moment okay. when you when you've just woken up from a from a sleep. But uh, anyways, uh, back to the toilet. Yeah, um, I uh, had a full thirty days um, of which uh, I ingested nothing but this uh, beige kind of pasty um, liquid. Did you give the listeners like a kind of a... We should probably give them a recap because it has been over a month since they uh, spoke of it. Um, Why why don't you describe it in your own words? So it's it's kind of future future food.
food. It's like a solution to uh, to eating as a way. It's kind of a utilitarian approach to uh, getting all of your nourishment. I think it appealed to me initially because uh, there are times where I'm eating purely for sustenance, and uh, and in those cases, I would prefer to eat the healthiest food possible, but I find that usually whatever I land on will still have a lot of preservatives or a lot of uh, elements to it that are probably not to my nutritional benefit. Is it because and, uh, you just kind of end up eating whatever's easiest to eat yeah, when you're hungry? Yeah, and I think that this was created by a couple of software engineers in Silicon Valley who were living off of uh, ramen, and they decided that uh, why don't they put their brain ideas some use and uh, create uh, a food that would give them maximum cognitive strength and uh, and energy, and they've done this. It's uh, in theory and uh, somewhat in practice uh, very inexpensive as an alternative to um, solid food. Uh, it's not quite the same as going on a juice diet or a cleanse where you are actually getting all of your daily nutrients here. They've done a great job of balancing it out. But uh, anyways, I was curious to try it so that I would know that at the very worst, if uh, all else failed in the world and I had to live on some kind of uh, nutritional supplement for the rest of my life, uh, that I would be able to handle the, uh, the changeover. And I have to say, it was uh, eye-opening and uh, what was, I have nothing but good things to say about it. What was it. the most interesting thing that you discovered from doing it? I suppose it was the social aspect of it, that our society is not uh, not built for people who don't eat food. It's very hard to find places to hang out if you don't want to eat or drink anything. It's kind of like society is sort of a uh, pay for the space that you're presently inhabiting and you usually do so by purchasing food. Yeah, and, even uh, if you go to a, like, I, I remember as a teen, um, if, if I went to a coffee shop and didn't buy anything, they would hassle me out. Yeah. And I assume uh, that's still true. I think maybe in other yeah. parts of the world, they're a little bit more easygoing about this, but uh, there's not a lot of public space that's really just open to the um, open to the public in Vancouver. And so I found that a little bit hard to endure at times of, you know, outside of just uh, being a homebody, I would sometimes want to go outside. And this is in February. It wasn't quite warm enough to go to a public park or anything. And there are not a lot of heated, covered spaces where you can go and not eat or drink anything. But I drank a lot of club soda. Um, outside of Soylent, I restricted myself to non-caffeinated uh, and uh, no... Like non-sugar? Uh, non-sugar, no chemical... Uh, beverages, so I just had a lot of green tea, or not green tea, that's still caffeinated. Uh, I had a lot of rooibos tea and um, a lot of club soda, and that was pretty much where I drew the line. Was that mostly just so that you could um, feel like you were comfortable in yeah, the space? Yeah, it was just a little, it was for a bit of participation. I wanted to get out there. And uh, so that was, that was the biggest hurdle to overcome, but I think that was uh, what was the most interesting about it. And uh, I didn't really come up with any... I was hoping after a month I would come up with some kind of other default solution. I didn't come up with anything. That was just uh, just sort of how it went. And then since then, transitioning off of it was a lot more difficult than transitioning onto it. Uh, once I started, it just kind of... Uh, my body 
um, adjusted to it pretty quickly, but coming off of it, I couldn't digest food very well, and I was quite mm. uh, sick in my guts for mm. about a week. That's after, like, it just, uh, it would just stay, in, well, you know, I don't want to get too No, you, that's fine. Yeah. I th- yeah. Everyone gets the idea. <laughs> we, we understand. Yeah. It was gross, is what you're saying. Yeah, going, when your body has, like, adjusted to only processing liquid foods, uh, it, uh, I don't know, kind of weakens your ability to uh, turn the gears. Uh, anyways, um, I have but a I've come a long way. A month has passed. I've, uh, I just weighed myself, actually, because there's a scale here in this house that I'm in, and I've put on 20 pounds uh, since I stopped eating uh, Soylent. Oh, so. makes sense. Hmm. I guess. Well, um, you, you had a question, Darcy? I, I had a question for you. Uh, is uh, Did you notice that, like, your energy levels were the same when you were on Soylent? Like, was there the, a difference I, in terms of that? I was kind of hoping that it would be a little bit more drastic, that uh, I would feel um, a kind of presence that I'd never experienced before in my life, that it would be like uh, like to ha- have to be rid of all the toxins and my, I would just be alert and energetic all the time. Mm-hmm. That wasn't quite the case, but I did feel pretty good. And, uh, you know, I looked healthier. I, I did feel generally pretty good most of the time. So you didn't go through, like, a cranky phase when people are on cleanses and don't eat solid foods? Uh, I, I was cranky, uh, but that was more of a psychological thing. Right. And I'm kind of a cranky person anyways. So. But were, were, I don't remember you being crankier than usual. Yeah, I don't think I was necessarily crankier than usual. Um, that was just sort of the next factor that uh, can't necessarily account for it. But um, I was... There were a lot of times I didn't have necessarily... One thing I did notice is that by the end of the month, I didn't uh, desire food at all. Uh, it's not to say that I really craved Soylent. I started to find it kind of boring uh, to have to eat it for every meal. But uh, I also had no taste for like salty food or sugar. I totally stopped craving that stuff about halfway through, which was great. Mm. And then I uh, weaned myself back onto eating total trash uh, once I was done and now it's like all I'm eating again. So uh, so you've fallen back into your old habits. Yeah. In fact, it's worse. I think that that kind of built up uh, a willingness to just consume myself in uh, just really junky, gross uh, habits. Well, would you go back on Soylent? Oh, absolutely. If it was available in Canada, which it's not currently, I would uh, I would totally subscribe to it. I don't think I would go whole hog the way I was, but uh, if I could if I could balance it out to like two thirds of my uh, eating uh, my dietary regimen or whatever, uh, that would be I'd be pretty keen to do that. Hmm. Um. Uh, well, if some it's nice to be able to have a little bit of casual, casual eating on top of that. Yeah, I guess for the social aspect and just to get some tasty food every once in a while. Yeah, because food yeah. can be fun to eat. Not only yeah. is it nutritious, but I don't want to be completely antisocial and, and never <laughs> share in these uh, com- communal advancements that we've been perfecting over the last, you know, thousands of years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Well, thanks for uh, calling in. Um, I'll, we'll let you get back to your nap slash wake. Okay, thanks, Jody. And uh, I'll, uh, th- uh, th- um, uh, thanks again, and uh, I'll, I'll see you tomorrow. Okay, I'll see you Bye, tomorrow. Patrick. Bye, you guys. Well, would you go on a Soylent diet um, based on the description of it? hard to say i don't think i would do what he did like Mm -hmm. i I wouldn't do a full month like you know you can't eat anything else Mm -hmm. um but i mean i'm not opposed to it as like a meal replacement for a few meals a day just to kind of you know regulate all your meals no i I said a few yeah a few is three or four i I consider a few to be two it's a couple um (laughs) but how many meals do you have in a day you're we're not hobbits it's true we yeah okay well okay let's say that it was like breakfast okay uh and or or dinner like if you have like one big meal a day and then you have like soylent for one of them i mean that's not unlike a lot of cleanses where Mm -hmm. it's one meal and then a shake so yeah i could see doing it for that and if it's all there for you and you don't have to unlike a homemade smoothie go and buy all the things and then make it i don't really like the idea of cleanses but i do like the idea of just having something in the house for when i'm feeling exceptionally lazy about eating something healthy yes so i think the most soylent i would eat at a time would be like one meal a day or a week or something like that yeah it is nice for that option but i can see it being unsatisfying yeah i would feel like mm. i get a lot of enjoyment out of food and i would be sad if even if i was lazy that that's what i'm getting so yeah i think we're on the same page there yeah well that's that's good um uh yes because we live together yeah (laughs) (laughs) Um, well, we're going to go to a song uh, by Mittens. That's how they... I was wondering how that's pronounced. Okay. Yeah. Mittens. mittens. Like mittens. Like mittens. But mittens. But and then we have the littlest that. locavore um, in studio. Um, Darcy let them in while we were talking to Patrick. And uh, they will be popping in to... Uh, he will be, he will be t- popping in to talk to us. Yes. Um, shortly uh, after the song.
we're back, and that was Mittens. Um, yeah, that song was called Babe Vagoda. Uh, yes. Mittens, good local band. Um, with us in studio, we have Liam, uh, Liam Lewis. Hi. Uh, move the mic a little closer to your face, Liam. There we go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and uh, Liam is the uh, the littlest locavore. That's, or sorry, the little. The little locavore, yes. <laughs> it's, it's maybe the also the littlest. There's a smaller one out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Somewhere. Um, wh- what is what is the little locavore? That's this is a website you have, correct? Yes, uh, the little locavore is my food blog. Uh, locavore is the term I use. Um, it's a uh, person who's interested in locally grown, uh, prepared or supplied food. So, mm-hmm. local aspect. Yes. Um, so, w- how long have you been doing this now? Um, I've been doing it for three years, just over three years now. And so, uh, my blog is just about sort of going around to restaurants or markets, just meeting the food people in the, my local area. So now it's Vancouver, but I used to live in Alberta, and that's where it started. And so it's just going around and seeing the food scene. How old were you when you started? I was eight years old when I thought of becoming a food blogger, but it really? didn't actually happen until I was 10. So I started it when I was 10 years old. Cool. And what was the thing that prompted you to to want to do this? And- um, my parents took away television, so that was <laughs> kind of... And we lived in a very rural part of Ontario at the time, so I was bored and yeah. I needed something to do. So um, I guess I just started cooking and I really liked it. And I found the more I made stuff, the more I wanted to eat it. So I kind of just got into it like that. Cool. What sort of food do you like to make? I like to make... Comfort food. That's yeah. what I like to make. Nice. Um, right now, my favorite thing to make, it changes as I learn, but mm-hmm. right now it's okonomiyaki. Oh. It's, um, mm, delicious. It's like a Japanese pancake style. Um, I actually learned it from the Dirty Apron Cookbook, but oh. now I've found a recipe, and so nice. I make it. I do I do love um, okonomiyaki. There's a, uh, yeah. a, do you add the little flakes that make it move when... Bonito oh, yeah. flakes? The Bonito flakes. Yes. Yeah. I haven't found them yet, but I should definitely get them. Yeah. Uh, Japanese, like, specialty stores usually yeah. have those. Yeah. Um, but I, that, that's, I, although I really like the taste of okonomiyaki, that's, like, my favorite part about yeah. it. Yeah. Watching the most them delicious. Move. Them yeah. 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 <laughs> um, um, I noticed that you, uh, on your website, you occasionally talk about, like, stuff that's in season, and you, like, visit um, farmer's markets and... Um, and stuff like that. Uh, but are you doing any? Are you talking about what's in season for what's coming up soon? Because I noticed the last one was from uh, I think the winter. Yes, uh, I've got the in season post for this year coming up quite soon. So it changes like the farmers market. Mm-hmm. I go on their website, the BC Association, and so mm-hmm. I just find what's in season and I yeah. post it. So it should be up soon. Would do you pop in to visit too? Oh yeah, yeah. I make sure to get into as much farmers markets as I can. I nice. always love going. So definitely, yeah. Do your parents mind taking you to the, all these farmers markets? I think they like it as well. They, it's a good reason to get out of the house. It's like a good <laughs> reason a to thing. buy food, you know, yeah. locally grown. So, yeah. Um, I should say that uh, uh, Liam's mom is, is sitting there in the background Hi, saying, we have to buy food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so you were mentioning um, that you like to go around to different restaurants and try out all the food in, in the city and, you know, try different things. Is there any restaurant that you, like, really love in the city? A favorite, maybe, or um, favorite dish at any of them? My favorite restaurant? 
would have to be because I really like local food, so mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to say Fable in Kitsilano. Uh-huh. It's farm yeah. to table, so yeah. yeah, definitely that's like my go-to place. Have you been there very often? Um, I haven't been recently actually, but I do very enjoy when I mm-hmm. go there. So nice. I guess you gotta convince your parents to take you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's that's pretty cool. Um, do you cook? Do you cook most of your meals for yourself, or do your parents still cook a lot? Um, or, or do you split? We the, cook. Split the job. Me and my parents cook together. Um, we kind of distribute the cooking job throughout the house, so I think it's kind of equal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Do you, would you like to come closer to the mic? And see <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't. I shouldn't. Do you want me to? Yeah, yeah come on, come, yeah. On, come on over. <laughs> this is uh, Joanne. Yeah, Liam dictates what tasks we get to do, but he ah. likes to control what's going on in the kitchen. So. Yeah. Which parts do you? Which parts do you like to cook? Um, I tend to like to do all of it. <laughs> I kind of oversee what they're doing, and so I manage most of it. <laughs> so you, you, your parents are like your sous chefs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of. <laughs> yes. Slaves. Yeah. Slaves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Uh. Okay. Um. Speaking of cooking, you guys are cooking together, yes. which actually brings us to the topic of something you are judging. Yes. Um. In the near future, you, uh, tell us about. Um, this 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 uh, competition that you were judging. Okay, so the competition is called uh, the Hands On Cook Off. It's hosted by Better Together, and so it started yesterday. It runs from April fifteenth to May fifteenth, and uh, the contest it's pretty easy to enter. All you need to do is grab a video camera or a cell phone, and you just film yourself making a recipe. So they mm-hmm. want to see any kind of recipe; doesn't really matter. But they want to encourage families, so kids and kids together, or you know kids and parents and so they just want to you know see together in the kitchen yeah i saw on the website that there was two different categories one was like a multi-generational thing where it's like you cooking with your parents or you cooking with your grandparents or something like that and then the other was like a youth category so yeah so it's like they've got the youth category and then like the family category category. yes thank you and so it's just like they just want to see like together it's called the better together foundation so they just want to see like everyone together in the kitchen having a good time yeah promoting cooking at home yeah cooking at home and having fun nice and eating and eating lots of lots of yummy food Um, what are you guys looking for, or what are you looking for in the videos? What, um, what do you want to want to see? I want to see some delicious food, mm-hmm. but uh, some of the criteria is well, the main one actually is the importance of being unplugged at meals. So, like a lot of people are just like on their iPhone or watching TV during meals, but they just want to have like you know a nice family conversation. So, what happened throughout the day? How was school? How was work? Just like together at the table. Mm-hmm. Um, is there uh, a prize? Yes. Uh, first prize gets $1,000 cash. Wow. Oh, nice. Yes. And then uh, there are runner-up prizes for second and third place. Okay. Well, that's, that's nothing to sneeze at. It's, uh... <laughs> yeah, that's pretty great. It's yeah. making me want to put together a video. <laughs> <laughs> you and your mom. Yeah. That wouldn't end well. <laughs> no, that would be great. It would be comedic. Uh, too no. many, too so... many opinions in the kitchen. <laughs> Not to knock you, Cookie. Your cooking is amazing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Um, yeah, so who else is judging? Um, so the other judges are David Hawksworth. Uh, he owns Hawksworth Restaurant. He's the chef there. (laughs) At the Hotel Georgia. Uh, Melody Young. She works at Global TV. Sarah Bancroft, who works at Vitamin Daily. 
and Barb Finley, who works at Project Chef, which is an organization that goes around to schools, actually, and encourages uh, youth cooking and sort of raising awareness in cooking for children. Very cool. Nice. Um, uh, so the prizes need to be... Sub- or, sorry, not the prizes. The um, the submissions need to be submitted by, the, by one month from now, you said? Yes, uh, they need to be submitted by May 15th. Okay. And then the prize will be announced sometime yeah, after, after that. But that's uh, that's still very cool. Um, uh, well, thanks thanks for telling us about that. Yeah. Um, I had a question for you. Yes. Um, what are you are are you looking at anything right now that's like are you excited that's like not a restaurant or just like something food related that you're that you're um, researching and getting excited about? Uh, right now, I'm always I'm always trying to learn. Like mm-hmm. whether it's from a chef or just from someone who's passionate about food, I'm mm-hmm. just always learning. Um, there's nothing really in particular right now that I'm doing, but th- I've been <laughs> getting ready for this, and yeah. I just passed Dinner Party YVR, which is also something really great. And so, um, what's that? Dinner Party YVR actually is um, uh, they call us hobby chefs, so they pick hobby chefs who host dinners throughout Vancouver, mm-hmm. and you buy tickets, and all the money goes to charity. And so, it's basically just you know a fun night, food, laughter. It's a really good time. How many people came come over? Um, at our dinner, uh, there were 50, this year there were 50 hobby chefs, but at our dinner there were, um, around 20 people there, and so it was pretty busy, and so, um, it was definitely a lot of fun. What did you make? Oh, we had, I was doing it with another chef, actually, mm-hmm. uh, Clement, he owns Le Tigre. Oh, food okay, truck. yeah, I know He's also truck. opening yeah. a new restaurant, and so, um. What's the name of it? You come, come forward. Yeah, come on. Tell us the name. <laughs> come on, Mom. I have to find it. I, I don't want to do... She'll tell us in a second. Yeah. yeah. And so, actually, he's opening his new restaurant, but um, uh, we were working together on the dinner, and so we had a three-course meal. Um, our first dish uh, was a halibut dish, very mm-hmm. delicious. Yes. Uh, second course was lamb, and third course was actually sort of a, a chocolate pistachio bark. Mm-hmm. So it was like a, f- a creamy fudge, but mm-hmm. with like a crispy bit on the bottom. And then um, just like, you know, seasonal fruits and vegetables, Mm -hmm. herbs, and then actually a homemade ice cream that was very delicious. We did liquid nitrogen at the table. so That sounds fun. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. That's awesome. Um, How do you meet all these chefs? Like, are you... Are you going into the restaurants and introducing yourself or... Um, I do a lot of that, but also once I meet one chef, like, everyone knows everyone, so it's a lot of word of mouth that happens, and so a lot of chefs will just refer me to another chef, which I find is really awesome and exciting, so that's how most of it happens. Uh, We've got the name of Clement's restaurant here, or the one that he's opening. Yes, it's called Torifuku. Which means lucky tiger. Oh, that's nice. That, that's cool. Um, I'll, we'll, do you know where it's located, or have they Maine. decided yet? Main. It's on Main Street. Okay, we'll keep an eye Excellent. open for that. Close to our house. Yeah, near where I live. So you do you also like re- learn from books, and or do you mostly teach yourself by talking to chefs? Um, a lot of it is from chefs, but I buy a lot of cookbooks and food magazines. Mm-hmm. Um, teach myself recipes with mom and dad. We'll sort of get a book out and see what we want to make for dinner. It's it it depends really. Like yeah. yeah. Well, um, uh, thanks so much for uh, for coming on the show. Um, I just had a question, but I've forgotten it. Why don't you tell us your website while I try to remember what okay. it was? Okay, <laughs> my website is called the Little Locavore. Um, that's the address. Yes, the Little Locavore. Ca. Cool. That's the imp- that's the part that yeah. people, people want to know. 
Um, uh, do you, oh, right. Uh, so all this training, um, you you want to be a chef yes, when you get I older? Yes, I definitely want to be a chef when I'm older. Like, working yeah. towards that yeah, goal? Yeah, it's sort of my food adventure to becoming a chef. Mm-hmm. And... Um, have you have you worked at all in a kitchen, um, or like um, even like just for a day or something like that? Yeah, I or? do stages, which is yeah. regularly it's for months, but I just do it for one night. So I'll do a dinner service, prep uh, dinner service, and then clean up afterwards. So I'll go to the kitchen for one day and see how everything works. Yeah, well, that sounds very cool. Um, you'll have to let us know if you uh, end up working at a kitchen. We'll, <laughs> we'll uh, plug it on the show. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but uh, thanks so much for coming on. Uh, Darcy, did you have anything you wanted to ask him about before we let him go? Um, do you have any uh, recommendations for something in season that is like in season right now or coming up that we should use when we cook at home? I recommend everything that's in season <laughs> just to use at home. <laughs> True. Yeah, everything in season I guess is any, pretty delicious. Any so. exciting yeah. uh, ingredients that... Uh, Not particularly like just... Like what's grown in BC around this time of year? Um vegetables fruits you mm-hmm. know spring spring vegetables uh mm-hmm. apples are always in season so yeah. Yeah. i really like to bake with apples i just baked apple crumble two days in a row and it was lapped up by my parents mm. nice. so well, i made a rhubarb crumble last oh, night oh yes so, it was yeah. delicious i actually just love apples yeah. i love apples. apples are really yeah. good yeah they're one of my favorites mm-hmm. well uh thanks so much for coming on we're gonna go to a song but um this has been liam the little locavore uh little locavore.ca it's the little locavore the little locavore.ca yeah. check yeah. out his website and um well, we'll be back in a second uh, after this song, this is a song by Nick Kirkovich. Still cool on the 405 
How about that Liam Lewis? He's very articulate. Yeah. For And like, so accomplished for his age. Yeah, he's been I guess that's what you I guess that's what happens when you don't let your kid watch TV. Yeah. TV's really awesome though. <laughs> <laughs> but there is things to be said. Look about at how much you can accomplish stuff. though. He's he's already got a career in the works. It's true. Don't ask me what I did all day. It was not accomplishing things <laughs> and it was watching TV. What are you talking about? You spackled stuff. <laughs> oh, that's true. But then I watched a bunch of TV. All right. Well, you, you did some. <laughs> yeah, a little, a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. Some accomplishments. Um, anyhow, the music we were just listening to was the Shilohs. That is that song was called "Student of Nature," and before that was uh, Nicholas Krikovich, um from the the title track from his On Sunset album. It is called On Sunset. 
surprisingly. Yeah. Um, uh, we have a pairing for uh, we sure do. people this week. Uh, we next recent- week, actually. Sorry, no, yeah, next week. Yes. Um, we went by and uh, checked out Nomad, which has been sitting open for a little for mm, uh, we've walked past it a few times yeah. about a month or two now maybe i think we've only seen it in the last month but i'm not exactly sure when they opened um but it's i think it's fairly new if you're on main street it's pretty close to portland craft and like it's on main and 23rd yeah um across and, from the legion yeah across that's exactly yeah, yeah. It's definitely across from the legion um and it's this big open room seats like 80 people or something like that that's huge and um they're just doing like a soft opening right now um or at least we read that they were doing a soft opening yeah they they don't have the full men the full kitchen menu Mm -hmm. yet that they're going to apparently eventually have but the food we went there and we both had like some sausages yeah which were really good sausage and like a beet salad and with some, some bread pudding seed it was all and very bacon bread pudding it was all very like fancy comfort food it yeah. was really good mm-hmm. um i thought the food was a little pricey but their drinks were um they also had very good drinks um great drinks and good drink prices if you're there at the right time yes they have happy hours and drink specials uh throughout the week monday in particular was really good and, and f- between five to six it was six dollar cocktails but yeah five to six is a really good time to go there or 10 to 12 yeah um they, where they have happy hour spe- prices which are very good yeah um but we would recommend for our pairing for this week that you go to nomad go to nomad and also check out the mac demarco show at the biltmore which is definitely going to be an early show because it's the biltmore on a saturday yeah um and then after you see there if you don't go feel like going to glory to days nomad. go to nomad after, uh, sorry don't i wouldn't say go to nomad first i would say go to go to mac demarco mm. have a good time at the show listen to the band go grab some drinks and food afterwards at nomad Take advantage during of their prices the happy during hour. happy hour. Smart. Yeah. Close them down. Yeah. That's what I would do. <laughs> that's smart. that's your that's your date. That's a great date. Mm-hmm. Um, but thanks so much for coming on, everyone. We have a Mac DeMarco song to um, to leave you with. Um, this is off of the Salad Days record, um, which is probably most of what he would be playing stuff from. Um, this is track seven, uh, which is called Passing Out Pieces.
Saturday, April 18th, CJSF and CITR team up to cover Record Store Day 2015. You got me curious. You got me curious, Rob. Live broadcast from all over Vancouver, Record Store Day events at Beat Street, Vinyl Records, Horses Records, Red Cat, and Neptune. Experience Record Store Day on air from 1 p.m. till 7 p.m. or in person at any of these locations. Tune in for prizes, interviews, live music, and more. Only on CJSF 90.1 FM and CITR 101.9 FM. Just you and me. Nothing, just you and me. Uh, Eight before beauty. Anything you say, Stan. I do all the work, okay? Record Store Day 2015. And that's all. Snail Productions presents Inherent Vices with guests Ace Martins, Poor Baby, and Mary. Saturday, April 25th at the Railway Club. $10 cover, doors at 
guys. You guys. Hey, you guys. Oh, we're back. We're back. It's Thursday. It's the other one. Not every Thursday. It's every other Thursday, so it's that one. Yep. It's the Matt and Ryan show. Yep. You're there? Yeah. Yeah. Well, hi. Well, hi. I thought you were going to introduce me. I don't know. Whatever. No, we're not. Remember we do? Yeah, I know. This song. All right, we're back, and then we'll be back again. Yep. Because we're back. We are. 